That's one of the powers of this 12-week year is by breaking down whatever your goal is for the 12 weeks into individual weeks. You can set what your lead measures are to hopefully get that output and you track those every single day and then you reevaluate each week and see where you're at. Welcome to School of Success, the podcast that will help you reach your goals and become the success story you've always dreamed of. Join us on our journey as we explore the strategies, tools, and tactics needed to build health, wealth, and personal development. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to living life to its fullest with host Brandon Hicks. So let's get started and make your dreams come true. Welcome back to another episode of School of Success. Today, we're going to talk about setting goals and how to break down those big, hairy, audacious goals into daily habits that you can work on day to day that you can track. So just to get started, we talked last week about how important it is to start with your emotions. How do you want to feel after putting all the time, the effort into building the business or working on the investment? What are those feelings that you want to make sure that you feel a year or two years from now, five years from now, so that you are making decisions that work towards those feelings day in and day out and that you don't end up building something that doesn't align with that. First, we want to start with those emotions. Next, we want to think about our three-year vision. Some people will do two years. Some people will do five years. One book that I really like is called Vivid Vision by Cameron Harold, and it essentially is writing out what your vision is for the next three years. So you're coming up with what you want your lifestyle to look like. You could do one just for your life. You could also do one just for your business. That's one that I did actually at the end of 2022 is about buying a certain amount of self-storage facilities in a three-year period, what I want the branding of those facilities to look like, what the customer experience is going to be, what people are going to say about it in the news. If I build this up to the portfolio that I have, I expect that maybe there's a news article written about it. Maybe we develop a facility in the area and it catches the news for some reason. What will people say about it? You could talk about what the culture of your company is like and what a typical workday is like. So it's really putting detail and thought into what exactly you want your business to look like three years from now and the goals there. And it's not so much the how to get there. It is just what is this going to look like? What is the vision? And again, that book is Vivid Vision by Cameron Harold. I really recommend that one. So for me, my three-year vision is to buy $50 million of self-storage facilities. So to have a $50 million self-storage portfolio in three years. And so then I said, okay, if I'm going to do that in three years, now that I've laid out my vision, what I want my company to look like, how many employees I'll have, how we work together, what the culture is like. So I laid that all out and said, okay, well, what am I going to do this year? And so I broke that down into this year, I want to buy $10 million of real estate. And a lot of times people will think that it's like a linear thing where if I want to buy 50 million, that means a third of it's in year one, a third of it's in year two, and a third of it's in year three. But it really doesn't work like that because as you continue to learn and grow and learn more, you'll move faster and quicker. And so year two should be quicker than year one, year three should be quicker than year two. And it doesn't just follow this linear growth. So what I said is I'm going to buy 10 million this year. I don't remember what it was for year two and three, but I estimated out a path that would hit my target. So I picked $10 million, nice even number. So now that I've picked that goal for year one, what am I going to do tomorrow that is going to support that? And that's where we have to continue to break this down further. So I took that one year vision and then I used the principles in the 12 week year by Brian Moran to break down my goals from that one year down into 12 week or pretty much quarters. Now, part of the reason why 
do this is the more you can break this down, the more certainty you have in the actions and the goals that you have, right? You can be much less certain that you can achieve a goal that's three years out than if it was one month away. Because as you break it down and break it down, it becomes more and more clear what actions you need to take. And then you can measure the actions that you're taking and the results that you're achieving. And you can correct those much quicker and see if you're on target in a shorter period of time. So that's why it's important to break those down from the year into a quarter or in this book, which I definitely recommend you check out the 12 week year, which is breaking it down into 12 weeks. And then the 13th week, which was the last week of the quarter is where you reevaluate how you did. You can celebrate your wins. Maybe you schedule a weekend away as a reward for the work that you did in those 12 weeks, but you're reflecting on your wins and what you could do better. And then you're planning for your next quarter by breaking it down from three years to one year. You can be certain that your one year goal is in line with your three year vision. And then likewise, if you go from one year down to 12 weeks, you now can be confident that your 12-week goal is aligned with your yearly goal. And then again, breaking that even further, the work that I need to do this week and then today. And it's important to break that down as far as you can so that you know exactly what those tasks are supposed to be. And then what you'll do is at the end of the week, you'll reevaluate the work that was done and say, here are the things that I did. Here's what didn't go well. And where am I in regards to the plan that I had laid out when I was doing my 12 week year planning? And you can see where you stack up and continue to iterate. And one of the things you'll want to do, and if you read the book, you'll learn about keeping these metrics, which is lead and lag measures. So a great example of explaining lead versus lag measure we can use with weight. Let's say I'm 160 pounds and I want to get down to 155. Well, if I set my goal and I'm measuring my weight every single day, my weight is really a lagging measure of the actions that I took the day before, the day before that, right? We all know that weight is dependent on a few things. One would be the amount of calories that we're eating and the amount of exercise that we're doing. And so if I'm choosing to just focus on the weight and I measure my weight every single day and I'm seeing that it, maybe it's not changing, I might get discouraged and say, well, what's going on? But the problem is, is that we're measuring a lag measure. It's like an output of the work that we were doing the day before, the day before that. So really what we want to be doing is focusing on the lead measures. And the lead measures, those are the actions that we actually can control. We can control how much food we're eating, how many calories we're eating, and we can control how much exercise we're going to do. So the better way to do this would be to say, I'm going to work out six days a week for one hour a day. So six hours a week. And I'm going to track that and I'm going to measure it. And then I'm going to eat a certain number of calories and I'm going to track that. Those are lead measures. So now what you do is you say, I think that these two lead measures will allow me to hit my goal of weighing 155 pounds. So now I'm going to track my inputs every single day. And if at the end of the week I hit all of those, but my weight hasn't changed, now I know that my lead measures, the things that I decided to do were probably off a little bit, and then I can correct those and iterate. So maybe I needed to work out a little bit more, or maybe I needed to eat a little bit less. But now because I've been tracking the inputs and then I'm also tracking the lag measure, the output, which is the weight. If I'm not seeing the result that I want, now I know that it's probably that my inputs need to change. And that's really how this works. And that's one of the powers of this 12-week year is by breaking down whatever your goal is for the 12 weeks into individual weeks, you can set what your lead measures are to hopefully get that output. And you track those every single day. And then you reevaluate each week and see where you're at. And it allows you to make a correction. And then at the end of those 12 weeks, you can look and do the same and say, okay, at the end of these 12 weeks, did I hit the goal that I 
had, yes or no. And if I did, great. That probably means that I set the right lead measures. But if I didn't, it's one of two options. I either did everything I said I would, but they must have been off. Maybe I didn't make enough phone calls. Maybe I didn't work out enough. Maybe I didn't set enough appointments. Or because you're tracking it, you could say, actually, I didn't do a lot of what I said I would do. So now we don't know if the inputs were set correctly to begin with. We have to iterate and we have to focus on hitting the targets that we had set. And once we hit those targets, we can then look at the output and say, did I actually achieve the goal? Yes or no. That's how you can more quickly learn if the actions that you're taking are actually going to lead to achieving the goal that you're looking for in 12 weeks, in a year, in three years. So let's go through a practical example of this. I just did this about four months ago and I had mentioned my three-year vision is to buy $50 million of self-storage facilities and have those in a portfolio for myself. And so I broke that down from $50 million on year three to $10 million by the end of this year. So how can I get to $10 million of self-storage by the end of this year? Well, I know what my buy box is, which is between about a million and $5 million for a property. So that would be two $5 million properties that would hit my goal or up to 10 $1 million properties, which would be a lot of transactions for this year, which is not impossible, but it is a lot more challenging to have that many transactions going on at once, especially as a small company. So it's more likely that I'm going to be in the ballpark of buying four, two and a half million dollar facilities or a combination of two to four, something like that, but in that price range. So I said, okay, if I want to buy four, two and a half million dollar facilities, that means I need to buy one per quarter. So if I need to buy one per quarter, how many deals do I need to look at to make sure that I can get one under contract each and every quarter? And usually in commercial real estate, especially in multifamily, you might look at two 200 deals before you can find one that you put an offer in and it gets accepted. So if I have to look at 200 deals in a quarter, now I need to break that down into how many do I need to look at per week? We've got a 12 week quarter because we're working on 12 weeks. So I basically have to take 200 and divide that by 12. And that breaks it down exactly into how many deals I need to be looking at each week. And then I can break that down even further into how many days of the week that I want to be looking at deals. Let's just say five business days. So then I'm going to break that down again even further into how many deals am I going to be looking at per day. And for me, when I roll that all down to what my daily tasks are, it's that I need to be analyzing one to two deals per day. And what I determined was that I did not have the bandwidth to do that all on my own because I have other deliverables that I'm working on. And so what I said is I need to hire an analyst to support me in this so that I can hit my goals. And then that's how I was able to decide that it made sense for me to hit my goals. I started with where I want to be. I worked all the way down to the daily tasks that I would need to perform. And I had to be honest with myself and say, are you going to be able to do that much analysis each and every day, consistently every day? And also, is that even what you want to be focused? on or is there other parts of the business that you want to be focusing on where you could hire someone to do the analysis and then you could build relationships, work on the podcast, work on social media, work on whatever else it is that I want to be working on. And so it was this process that allowed me to see that my daily ability and my daily output was not aligned with the goal that I had and that I actually needed to hire someone to support me so that I could hit the number of deals analyzed per day to support the goal that I had. And so now what I'm doing is the end of a quarter, we'll look and say, how many deals did we analyze? Did we close on a deal? Or did we at least get one under contract? And if the answer is no, I have to look at, did we analyze all the deals that we said we would? And if we did, maybe my lead measure was incorrect or my lead target was incorrect and I need to up that. So by focusing on the daily tasks 
rather than what the goal for a year or three years is, I can be much more confident in my ability to hit that end goal because I know that I've worked it back from three years all the way down to an individual day. And then it's very easy for me to measure if I'm on target or not, because I can see, did I analyze one to two deals today? And the answer is yes. Then, okay, today I was on target towards my goals and I need to repeat that the next day and then the day after that. And if not, I can react to that much more quickly. So you can start to see how powerful this process is where you're just breaking your goals down from what people will call big, hairy, audacious goal that's maybe three to five years out which seems like so far out in the distance, how could I possibly get there? And this does take some time, but when you break it down all the way to what you need to do on a daily basis, it starts to become much more clear. And with that clarity, you gain a lot more motivation to do the work because you know that it's aligned with the goals that you've set for yourself. Hey, I appreciate you listening to another episode of School of Success. I'm committed to helping others reach their full potential. So if you found value, please leave a five-star rating and review. With that, we can reach more people and help make their dreams come true.